Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everything's great right now. You said the key word, five in a row. Yes, indeed. Good. And make and make everything taste better, feel better. You know, our guys are really playing well right now. And coach, talk about your team's resolve, coach. Being three and eight, they could have tapped out and quit on you, but they stayed together and got the guy, got the ship right again. Went at Green Bay there and went in against Fort Wayne and winning winning these games you played. So tell us about what spurred this five game win streak you guys are on coming from three and eight, where you was at. Well, our three and eight has a lot to do with, with our schedule and, and lack of practice time. You know, th this is a different year for every coach. And I've said this so many times that, you know, every AD around the country should be as patient as patient can be with their coaching staffs. Because um, we wasn't supposed to play Michigan State. We supposed to be playing in the Kentucky um, Classic. And we had a positive test come up with one of our coaches. So we canceled that and picked up Michigan State. That alone was, was a different mindset because you go all summer and you go for months knowing who you're going to play first. So our first game was supposed to be in uh, Richmond. So we ended up playing Michigan State. And the day we, we played Michigan State, we picked up Notre Dame up on Sunday. So we, we, we played Friday, Sunday, and then we had Kent State scheduled for Tuesday. So the Friday-Saturday game wasn't supposed to have been in play. Our Tuesday game was supposed to have been a game we played after we got back from uh, Kentucky. So we played three games in five days, which is really stressful, especially during these times because uh, the travel now is not like the travel before. I mean, these are no, no excuse. I'm just trying to explain to you where we were from a mindset standpoint. And if, if it's 80% mental, our mental was really worked on and really challenged throughout this time. We played three games in five days. We lose all three. You know, our best player was struggling shooting the basketball because of the, the rush, 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 rush. And then mentally, he kind of went out of it. And then we go back and we play uh, uh, a couple of more games. But we end up winning one game in non-conference against Western Michigan. So now our first two home games in conference is against the best team in conference in our conference. So we played we played okay, but we had added two players to that mix who hadn't really practiced with us to play in that game. 
And then uh, our next game was supposed to get big, big, big against IUPUI, and we ended up playing Oakland. So that meant that we played Oakland and didn't know we was playing Oakland. And Oakland had played in a game that had an official that had the virus in the game. And so our guys was all looking crazy and nervous. And, and so we played that game. We ended up losing uh, both to Oakland and Wright State. So that's, 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 that's four games that we lost. And I know it seemed blink to most people, but we added another player to the Oakland game they hadn't practiced with us. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it was just totally different circumstances and we never got enough practice times and we changed our schedule to play game. What most teams around the country are doing, you got to change schedule, but some people can't handle things. You know, yes, what bothers you, may, it may not bother me, you know? And, and so what makes you work hard may not make me work hard. Mm -hmm. And so uh, after the Oakland game, uh, I told our AD that we we supposed to be going to play UIC, and UIC was coming off of uh, quarantine the day before we played them. So they had been off eight, 10 days without practicing, and I thought it would be unfair for us to go there and play them in that circumstance. Plus, we needed a break mentally. So we took a break mentally, and we ended up a GA caught the virus and gave us longer time off of the court so it gave us time to kind of freshen our minds and 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 kind of clear everything. Cause you know, like I said before, if it's eighty percent mental, mm -hmm. then you got to work on the mental. Oh yes. You know, and so even though we lacked the practice time that we needed, I thought that we needed the mental uh, uh, standpoint more than anything. So we took a a pause first before somebody got the virus. Then I changed our practice time up. We. Uh, we play Friday, Saturday, we take Sundays off. Then Monday's just, just a review of what we're gonna do for the week. Then we'll practice on Tuesday, and then we'll take Wednesday off. Then Thursday is to prepare for the game on Friday and Saturday. So we've given them a routine now. Oh yes. You know, and so since all this madness is going on and all this tough times is going on, you know, plus you got, you know, people that you know are passing away from the virus that's really affecting, you know, everybody's mindset and mental, you know, and so I'm really focusing on our mindset and our mental right now more than anything. I think that's really helped us in our, uh, you know, I think we won seven out of eight games. And coach, what's good, what's even so crazy about it is you played Oakland tough, because three of your losses in conference are to Oakland, and there was close games that went either way. And just think yeah. if their mental was all the way there, if, if they buys was fully into it, you could have won those games, made those, made those plays to win those games. Because think about it, you've only lost to them three times by close numbers. So you could have been even better than what you are right now, which is amazing to say. Has you laid out what you have dealt with all year long. Yeah, and plus when we played Oakland the first time, our guys didn't want to play because of the virus of the officials being in that game. And it was only six days later that we had to play in that game. And that's nerve-wracking. And, and as I see it now, I think you can't cancel two games because there was an official played in the game, referee game that they was in, I think. And so, you know, everybody's learning through, through this all. I got, like I told the guy this morning, you know, you have this time last year, you can walk outside, you can, you can feel really comfortable about everything, but it has changed. You know, you got to keep your mask on, your mask, and it's, it's a part of your wardrobe now. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a strange time, and it's the best time to ever for athletes, and not just athletes, 
but for people to work on a mental part of life because I mean, this is unbelievable tough. We, I mean, I'm quite sure you have some, 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 some down moments and some friends and relatives that, that that's been affected by it. And man, it's, just, it's, 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 it's nerve, it's nerve wracking to even see them when you hear they have it, it's nerve wracking to hope they come through it. Yes. Yes. I've had two friends to have it and, and one to die, you know, yep. and he's 38 years old. I'm 33. So this thing yeah, for man. me, a guy I known forever, 38 years old, gone to COVID. And somebody I knew, knew very well had it. She's recovering from it, but she was in a bad place for a while on yeah. events. So she's getting through it. Still had after effects. So yeah, coach, you're right. That mental strain and just trying to go by day by day and not go out and do something. Cause like I told you all before we started, Atlanta's wide open. So I have to really be careful here cause we're wide open. It, it's just no virus in Atlanta obviously cause we got clubs, bars, the Hawks having fans now and the Falcons have fans. So it's like, you know, it's not taking the same way. It is a, up your way in Detroit. Cause yeah, go, well, go, I, go, Governor Whitmer is doing some things. Governor Kemper in Georgia, all about the money. Our governor don't mess around. You know, I know a lot of people disagree with some of her rules, but it, it, it probably saved a lot of lives for sure. You know, my oldest son had it. And I can tell you the struggle that he went through, but I also can tell you the struggle that I went through. Couldn't get to him, couldn't be near him. Couldn't, I mean, couldn't, I mean, we talked on the phone, we text and, and I mean, he hit him pretty hard. It hit him pretty hard. And so, you know, I know the, the, the feeling that you have when, when you're a loved one, is going through it. You know, I don't know how I feel to have it. I hadn't had it and you know, I pray I don't get it, but you know, he said, dad, it's rough. It's really, really rough. And then my youngest son, you know, his AAU coach who is, was his mentor and kind of like, a, um, I mean, he was a lawyer, uh, big time guy. You know, he used to go to stay with him in the summertime when he went to Alabama, he passed away, you know, about a month ago with, with, with the virus. And that's, I mean, that, to hear that news is like devastating. Oh yes. Devastating. And then we've had a couple of coaches, you know, to pass away from it uh, during the season. And so, you know, it, 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 it makes you aware and makes you understand, do not take this virus for granted. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you about uh, Lou Hill who passed, just passed away this weekend, Lou Hill, you know, well, as I have him on the show and a great guy gone to COVID, Anthony Stewart, UT Martin, two great coaches in the black, in the black fraternity gone. Mm -hmm. I just that fast due to this invisible germ that we can't seem to shake and people seem not to think it's real, which, but when you see two men, like for me, and you know, in, in your business that, you know, come on the show, have good conversations with them and just cheer for them to see them gone. Like, it's like, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking. Like, wow, this is how mm -hmm. precious life, life is. Yeah, and, and, and for you to actually have them on your show and talk to them and, and, and have a conversation with them, that, that hit home. For you, you know, it, it hit home for us from a, a coaching standpoint, from, from a fraternity standpoint, because we knew him. And uh, one, one of my sister coaches is really close to Lou, was really close to Lou. And uh, Lou was going to come up and bring his little son up and, and work him out and train him and stuff. You know, we talked about that. And so, you know, it's definitely devastating. And and, and what's devastating is not that they're gone, because, because we all going to go, but it's the loved ones you leave behind. Oh, yes. And, and the pain that they feel and and, and have to endure uh, through these tough times, they'll get over it, you know. But it's hard, man. It's 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 devastating. It's devastating. 
And, you know, I talked to Randy Peel, who's back at your old place, which, 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 which Johnny Jones told me, and he's, he can't even look at that bench they sat on because the last time they played was at Texas Southern, and that's where they played at. And he said he can't even look down at that bench anymore. Right? He don't want to go nowhere near it. And I, I get it. That PTSD is real when you somebody you care about and you saw them and next they turn around, they're gone. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That, that, that's 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 I mean, you it, it's it, it's it's undescribable, you know, when you lose someone from it. And a lot of times you can't even attend their funeral because of the of the uh protocol um of the situation. So, you know, it, it's it's I understand Johnny feeling, I do, because they beat Texas, I mean Texas other beat them on the last second shot and the assistant coaches sent me a clip of the last second shot of the game, and then you wake up the next day, and he's gone. Mm -hmm. He's gone. It's tough, real tough. Yes, and coach, you know, and I think this is a lesson for all of our listeners out here and players too that life is precious. Enjoy today because you can be gone tomorrow. You know, like I was telling somebody about um, yesterday, the eighth. Coach, I can remember five years, seven years ago, I was at the Hawks game, covering the game, and I got a call that my grandmother had passed out, and it was, and she never was the same. She, she died eventually in March, but I, I, I came from February 8th because I got the phone call at the Hawks Grizzly game that she had fell out and it wasn't looking good, and she was gone. Six, six weeks later, she was gone. So for me, it's like, it hits home so much for me because unfortunately I'm the baby of my family, coach. So I'm the baby. So a lot of people in my family are older. I was the menopause baby. I was, I was supposed to be here. I'm the, I'm the miracle baby, right? So everybody had to deal with the death and the surprise because everybody's older than me. And to get that call in 14 of 2014, I can't forget that. When I go to the arena, when I play the, play the Grizzlies, I'm like, oh, grandmama, that's when I got the call. I can't ever forget that. So I can know how Johnny and, and Randy feel because they don't forget that ever again. <laughs> the rest yeah. of their lives. That's so true. That's so true. And, you know, we just got to continue to pray and pray each other up and, and keep each other loved up and keep each other uh, in our prayers. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, tell us about your two key players, man, Antoine and Boyle, man. Those guys are playing heavy minutes and good game giving them, give them time to rest. But they, they are really doing the dang thing for you out there, Coach, and really balling off for you and bringing your team along with this, this ride you've been on so far. Well, you know, Antoine has gotten so much stronger this year, because last the first two years we played Thursday, Saturday, and he was always struggled on a Saturday because you could tell his body was so weak, you know, when uh, what he weighs and he's like one sixty two now, but he's playing back to back and he's had he, he's had stronger games on the second day a lot of of our games, so so proud of his effort, you know. What what I'm most proud of is that, you know, we've been talking about the mental part of it. You know, his first seven games this year, he shot like 15% from the three-point line. And so, you know, he's one of the better shooters, if not the best shooter in the country, I think. Uh, but the stats said something different. And now the last eight games, he's, he's just, he just won National Player of the Week uh, this, this week. And he shot 62% from the three-point line, you know, over two games, averaging 28 points a game. So it tells you the mental part of it a lot of people couldn't overcome that. And it, it couldn't overcome a struggle. They it, it struggled the whole year, especially when you hadn't played a lot of games to get it back. But um, he's 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 made a a, a great comeback uh, from a mental standpoint and he's showing the court. 
you know, Bull, I think is, is, is a special player for us. You know, Antoine had 30, he had 29, you know. Antoine had 26, Matt Johnson had 24. You know, we didn't get this kind of production out of our guys last year, the last two years. And uh, we were fortunate to have some really good players that can step up at any time. And, you know, we have one kid named Noah Waterman who hadn't really shown what he has, but he can really shoot the basketball, 6'11", shooter. And so we have a better team. Uh, we just got to continue to get better. And, and, and I'm so proud of, of our guys, you know, coming back mentally more than anything. And you have a big series week with Dennis Gates and Cleveland State. They've got on a good roll here, top of the conference right now with Wright State, right behind them, and you guys as well in Northern Kentucky. So y'all are top four right now. So tell us about Cleveland State and the job Dennis is doing down there in Cleveland State. I've taken over for Coach Felton down there. Well, Dennis, I'm, uh, Dennis is one, one of your, those young coaches who I feel have a power five job here soon, should have one. So proud of him and uh, the way he's, come in this league and, and, and still work ethic. It's all about the work ethic. And the last year he wasn't that talented, but he got everything out of him and he made him work hard. He worked hard for him. This year he has more talent than he had last year, but they worked the same way they worked last year with the same energy and effort. So, you know, just, just excited for him and, and, and what he's done for that program. Most definitely, and you know, I feel like your guys are going to compete with them a call. I feel I'm going to be a great series this weekend. I feel it's going to be a great series this weekend when you guys play play these guys, man, because I know your guys are going to be ready for it. And also, the guy, Matt, you said about Matt, come off the bench, but he plays a lot, a lot of minutes, too, for you guys, which is so, so great and important because some guys, when they don't start, they kind of suck. You know what I'm saying? So the fact he comes off your bench and gives you energy every night, man, because he should score the ball for you, has to be feel good for you and, and your staff as well. Well, it feels great, you know, with, with, with Matt. Um, you know, I want him to win the sixth man of the year award and to win that you can only start a certain amount of games. And so I have, I think I have one more game that I can start him in, uh, but he's really good. And, that, and that's a great award to get the sixth man of the year award, but you can't get it if you start him. So uh, he's had some really good moments. He had 22 against Michigan State and he's had 24 uh, against uh, Fort Wayne and he's more than capable of making shots and Antoine loved playing with him. You know, he called plays for him, uh, for Matt to get shots. And anytime Matt is open, he see him open, he get the ball to him. So uh, we, we 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 have a good um, team. You know, even Derek Rose, is, is uh, not Derek, uh, Dwayne Rose uh, has had some really good moments for us. He didn't play last game, but he had like four or five games in a row where he scored in double figures. And, you know, we have different people that, that that's playing well for us every game. And coach, so I'm, I'm having a show this week. Uh, Isaac Brown at Wichita State and TJ Johnson at Texas State. Tell us about those two young coaches in the business who are interim head coaches right now, but hopefully the job they're doing, they'll get the full time gig at Texas State and at Wichita State. Tell us about those two young brothers with Isaac and TJ Johnson there. Well, I know both of those guys, and both of them deserve the job, and I think both of them will get the job. I think they will definitely get to get the job. Uh, I watched uh, Isaac team play a couple of times on TV, and you know, he's ready, he's been ready. You know, he's been, I mean, he sat beside a guy that was a great coach and, you know, he's, he's been around for a while. Um, uh, both of them deserve it. Uh, both of them, I think, will get it. And, you know, if they don't get that, they'll get something else. But they deserve the one that they are now. They, they deserve to be there, you know, because both are doing well. And hopefully they both can make a run in the tournament. And, and um, you know, it's, it's good for us to have, you know, black head coaches. You know, yes. it really is. We, we lost two this year. You know, so far we lost two. And so uh, with, with those two guys, 
um, in the position they're in. I'm, I'm pulling like crazy for them. Man. Every game I watch, I pull for those guys. And, you know, hopefully they – well, not hopefully. Uh, I know they will get the job. And, Coach, this month I'm trying to get as many black coaches on the show as possible. I want to spotlight these you all because you all do a great job leading young men like myself and young and younger to be better husbands, fathers, and leaders in our community. So I want to use my show this month to promote black coaches and help, and help people see the impact of a black head coach in college basketball because diversity is key. If you want to be diverse, you need to hire outside of, of your norms. I hope you my show. It's a way so 80s can see these guys have great backgrounds and great stories, and it's more than basketball. It's about leadership and community and growing young men who most likely will be black on their teams to so be better men going forward after they get their degrees at the university that they, that they play ball at. That's so true. And hopefully some of these high-recruited kids watch your program and, and go play for some of those black coaches. Oh, yes, they do. And I'll make you a point, Coach, to, hey, that's why I have you all on, because Atlanta's a big tent. But beyond Atlanta, it goes nationally, too, with, with the athletes I have, and globally now with YouTube and all the social media stuff. So the show is global now. So anybody can talk to you, Mike Davis, in, in Europe and Australia know about you there, Coach, because I got Lucy down there who, know, who now will know about you, Coach. They're going to know about the legend, legend Mike Davis now from Alabama, getting big things done in Detroit. <laughs> Bay in Alabama, nineteen sixty. September fifteenth. That's my birthday. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Coach Davis, hey, I was gonna chat ch ch chat with you, Coach. Thank you for your time today. Stay safe. Best of luck against Cleveland State this weekend. I'll be watching you guys and cheering for you as always, Coach. I appreciate you having me on. I was looking forward to being on your show again. Thank you very much. And tell those guys I say hello uh when you interview them. I sure friend. will, Coach. I got you, man. Okay. Have Take a good talk to you soon, All right. Coach. All right, thank you. All right. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.